0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. It is Monday after it's Monday evening, uh, October 25th. We're gonna be going over the Week Seven snap counts here. Uh, I use ProFootballReference.com. You guys can look at this for yourself, Uh, but we're just gonna kind of click into each box score. We'll take a look at the snap counts and just go over the box scores themselves. So we're gonna start with Thursday night football game: Cleveland Browns and the Denver Broncos. Browns win 17 to 14. This one was in Cleveland starting with the snap counts and we know the Browns were really dinged up coming into this one. As far as snap counts here, their leading guy uh, was the Ernest Johnson. The running back with 69% of the snaps behind him. You see Austin Hooper get 65% Odell Beckham. Led the ways for receivers at 61%. David Njoku, 59%. So the the heavy two tight end rotation here between Njoku and Hooper. Rashard Higgins comes in at number two for receivers, 59%. Jarvis Landry, his first game back from injury, 54% for him. You have a third tight end getting some snaps here. That's Harrison Bryant with 42%. And then some backup receivers here. Anthony Schwartz, 41%. Demetric Felton, 31%. Uh, And then the only other running back to get some snaps here, was john kelly the uh, the the technically i guess the he's more of the third string running back i guess the metric felton's a running back slash receiver Uh, But the majority of snaps, man, they went to Dearness Johnson, the two tight ends, and Odell Beckham here. So let's take a peek here at the Broncos side of things. Cortland Sutton led the way, I guess. Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick both here at 94% of the snaps. Noah Fant up here at 90%. Melvin Gordon uh, beat out Javante Williams for snaps. Melvin had 58%. Uh, Third wide receiver Kendall Hinton here at 48%. He's probably going to be, you know, pushed down the totem pole here with Jerry Judy coming back. Uh, The backup tight end, Eric Saubert, 42%, and Javante. Williams only 42 percent so we saw more Melvin than Javonte in this one a little bit strange John Brown uh, finally got some snaps with the Broncos here at 12 percent so let's go take a peek at the numbers uh, the box score and see what we can take from this <clears throat> um, on the Broncos side Teddy Bridgewater 23 of 33 passing only 187 yards two touchdowns one interception he was sacked twice and only added three yards with his legs Javonte Williams four carries only 20 yards uh but he had seven targets in this one six catches 32 yards and a receiving touchdown so showing that he's a very useful ppr back uh, again only four carries is disappointing but i like the usage in the passing game melvin gordon had eight carries for 18 yards and melvin had only three targets but he had two catches 14 yards and a touchdown so both guys score a uh, receiving touchdown and both using the passing game uh sutton here Five targets, he catches all five of them for 68 yards. Noah Fant led the way with seven targets on the day, five for 39. Tim Patrick, five targets, but only two for 16. Kendall Hinton, two for 15. Uh, and then really nothing else to, to really mention here. It's just a really, uh, really slow day for the Broncos offense. Teddy Bridgewater, uh, he. 23 of 33 is fine, but the average depth of target was pretty low here at 187 total yards. Uh, And just really nothing else stuck out for fantasy. I guess if you use Cortland Sutton, if you use Noah Fain, you kind of got some floor games. But Tim Patrick disappointed. uh, And thankfully, Javante and Melvin got the rushing or the receiving touchdowns. On the Brown side, uh, you see Case Keenum. Get the spot start for Baker Mayfield. He might be starting for a few games too. We'll see what happens with Baker's shoulder. Uh, But Case Keenum, 21 of 33, 199 yards. He gets uh, one passing touchdown, seven rushing yards for for Keenum here. But this was all about Dearness Johnson. 22 rushing attempts for 146 yards and one TD. He also added two receptions for 22 yards. So if you were able to pick up Dearness Johnson and start him, you were well rewarded for doing so. We know uh, Kareem Hunt is on IR for at least the next two games. And Nick Chubb dealing with some kind of a calf strain. Uh, it, it could be Dearness Johnson again this week uh, in weeks week eight coming up. So looking like a, a potential running back one. Uh, again, we'll have to watch the health of Nick Chubb. <clears throat> but Demetric Felton was the running back two in this one. He only gets two carries for 13 yards. He adds three receptions and 21 yards as a receiver. John Kelly just two for 13 on the ground. Uh, Johnny Stanton got some run here. He actually had a, a rushing touchdown here, or a receiving touchdown. Uh, so that's interesting. Really nothing to note for him. Uh, but Austin Hooper, three targets, two for 42. Uh, so 6.2 PPR day. Jarvis Landry led the way with targets. Eight total targets for Landry, five for 37. So we're excited to get him probably back in our lineups. Again, he was third for the receivers and snaps, but he leads the way in targets. So that's a huge sign for Case Keenum liking the Jarvis Landry. Odell Beckham, six targets, only two for 23. Kind of getting hard to, hard to trust at this point. David Njoku, only two for 18. Harrison Bryant, one for 15. Rashard Higgins, one for 22. And then Anthony Schwartz here, two for 22. So as far as Browns that we're going to trust, I think is if Dearness, Dearness Johnson is the starter. I like him as a fringe running back, one uh, coming up. And then Jarvis Landry is pretty much the only reliable target that I think I'm going to trust. And the Broncos, it's going to be interesting. They host Washington in week eight. They get Jerry Judy back. So Tim Patrick's probably going to take a back seat, uh, but I would expect Judy fant sutton and then the running backs to both be involved Uh, so again cleveland 17 broncos 14 we'll move on to houston and arizona here the cardinals take this one 31 to 5 moving to 7 and 0. we'll be quick with this one i I don't even really care about reading off the texan snap counts but the one to note brandon cooks played 95 percent of the snaps and then nico collins 62 percent of the snaps here. And David Johnson, which just with how bad this team is, they're going to be trailing and having to, to use uh, David Johnson in the passing game. So 54% of the snaps for him. He's an interesting guy, I guess, in low PPR leagues. Uh, but really, it's only Cooks. And then Nico Collins getting a, a good chance uh, to maybe uh, to impress us here as he's getting the second most snaps as a receiver. For the Cardinals here, Kyler Murray didn't play the full game. They had this one wrapped up here. But A.J. Green led the way for players with snaps, 85% of the snaps. DeAndre Hopkins, 83%. Christian Kirk, 72% of the snaps. And then Chase Edmonds, this one was interesting because we saw James Conner kind of take the lead role the last couple games. And Chase Edmonds took it back, getting 69% of the snaps. Rondell Moore up here at 52%. Zach Ertz, his first game with the team, he gets 49% of the snaps. We'll talk about his numbers in a second. And then Demetrius Harris logged a good amount of snaps at 30%. And James Conner, a game where they win 31-5, to only 30% of the snaps for James Conner. I thought that was kind of interesting. So let's dive into the box score here. Went too high up. Um, On the Cardinal side, Kyler Murray just hyper-efficient, 20 of 28, 261 passing and three touchdowns. He did have an interception and only 10 yards rushing. He just hasn't really been using his legs as much as he did in the first three games of the year. As far as running backs go, Chase Edmonds, 15 attempts, 81 yards, uh, only one reception for nine yards. James Conner 10 attempts, 64 yards, and he gets the rushing touchdown at the end of the game to salvage your day. Uh, Jonathan Ward, you know, Benjamin, whatever. Uh, Zach Ertz actually had a a rushing attempt in this one for four yards. Uh, You saw five targets, three for 66 and a touchdown. Uh, We can't expect him to get a 47-yard touchdown every week, but I like the five targets. He's going to be a fringe tight end one going forward. AJ Green, three targets, but he goes three for 66. He has a high enough floor to trust as a wide receiver three flex. DeAndre Hopkins led the way in targets, nine total targets, seven for 53 in and in a touchdown here. Christian Kirk, uh, only five targets, but four for 50 and a touchdown. I believe there's only been one game where Christian Kirk has disappointed us. So I think AJ Green and Christian Kirk are probably both wide receiver three flexes uh, until further notice. And then Rondell Moore, he did play a little bit more, but only two for 17 uh, at this point, I just don't know if it's going to happen. As long as A.J. Green and Kirk are, are are healthy, and then with the addition of Zach Ertz, Rondell Moore's kind of that fifth option in the passing game, so I'm not too excited. Maybe he might even be the sixth option behind Chase Edmonds, so uh, probably not going to happen for, for Rondell Moore unless there's an injury. And then real quick, on the Texans' side, uh, it sounds like Deshaun Watson's going to get moved before November 2nd, the trade deadline there, but Davis Mills, 23 of 32, only 135 passing yards. He was sacked twice. Uh, one fumble lost Uh, as far as the running backs David Johnson seven of 25 six targets five for 27 as a receiver so he's he's getting looks in the passing game it's kind of a dirty PPR RB2 play but uh, again he's getting enough workload to, to be mentioned here Nico Collins five targets two for 28 Brandon Cooks led the way with targets seven but only five catches for 21 yards they didn't have a receiver go over 28 yards so Overall, pretty frustrating day. If you're if you're relying on the Houston Texans for fantasy, probably not going to be uh, a very fruitful situation for you. So the Cardinals move to 7-0, 31-5 over the Texans. Our third game we will go look at the Packers and the Washington football team. Green Bay moves to six and one. They beat the football team 24 to 10. Washington falls to 2 and 5. Let's take a peek at the snap counts in this one. Where did they go? Uh, as far as the Packers go, Alan Lazard led the way for snaps at 91%, Devonte Adams 86%, Aaron Jones 73% of the snaps, and Robert Tunyon 68%, Randall Cobb up here at 62%, and then really nothing else uh, needs to be noted here. Mercedes Lewis 38%, A.J. Dillon 23%. A.J. Dillon kind of had a rough game in this one, uh, but the Packers, Alan Lazard, man, with MVS out, he's been turning into uh, the go-to number two receiver for the Packers. Let me quick take a peek at uh, the football team counts. Terry McLaurin, 92%. I should note that Ricky Seals-Jones played 100% of the snaps. He's kind of, with Logan Thomas out, they just plugged him right into the Logan Thomas role where Thomas was getting 100%. Ricky Seals does the same. Uh, So he gets uh, the lead here. Terry McLaurin, again, 92%. Adam Humphreys was the number two receiver with 69% of the snaps. With Green Bay up ahead uh, for most of this one, J.D. McKissick got more snaps at 64%. DeAndre Carter was the third wide receiver, 54%. There's Antonio Gibson at 42%. Dax in the wide receiver, 40%. Uh, and then really nothing else here. We did see Diami Brown leave the game. I don't know if he's going to be on the IR or whatnot, but for only 14% for him. Jarrett Patterson only got one snap in this game, so nothing really to note. Uh, as far as Washington goes, Ricky Seals-Jones remains a must start while Logan Thomas is out. Terry McLaurin, you're you're, you're going to continue to use him. Uh, but J.D. McKissick and Antonio Gibson, at the moment right now, they both have running back two value uh, for PPR leagues. The numbers for Taylor Heineke on the day 25 of 37, 268 passing yards, one touchdown, one interception, and he was sacked four times. But, man, he added 10 rushing attempts for 95 total yards. So he had a a long of 38 in this one. He looked really athletic just using his legs to extend plays. He also lost a fumble in this one. Antonio Gibson led the way for carries, 14 for 51. He caught both of his targets for five yards. Uh, he also had a fumble like inside the like, the five or the 10-yard line. The Washington did recover it, but his day was kind of done after that, just having to come back and, and use J.D. McKissick as a weapon. DeAndre Carter here, he had a 27-yard carry, one catch for four yards. Uh, but J.D. McKissick, four carries, 22 yards. He saw six targets, four for 34. Uh, so not a super exciting day. It was almost 10 PPR points, so I guess you'll take it. That's 9.6 PPR points. Terry McLaurin had himself a day, though, 12- Twelve targets, seven for one twenty-two and a touchdown—the uh, only touchdown on the day for Washington. Ricky seals Jones—he had a slow start, but he got—he rallied well in the second half. Seven targets, six for fifty-one. You're going to take that as a tight end one in PPR right now. And then Adam Humphries, four targets, three for thirty-six. Dax Milne, two for sixteen. Kind of whatever. Um, so the football team at two and five, man—they're—they're uh, they're heading to Denver this week. Ryan Fitzpatrick's rumored to be, you know, uh, ahead of his timetable for return. So we're watching to see what happens here. Uh, But Heineke and the offense, they continue to show fight, but uh, a couple times in the red zone, they got stalled out here. So it could have been a better day. Um, Maybe left two touchdowns, at least one for sure, on the board here. So it could have been more. But uh, continue to use Terry McLaurin. Antonio Gibson's a low end running back two right now. and JD McKissick's a PPR uh, option for you as a flex running back two. On the Packers side of things, Aaron Rodgers twenty seven of thirty five, two hundred seventy four yards in three passing touchdowns. He also added seventeen yards on the ground. Aaron Jones quiet, quiet running day for Green Bay. Aaron Jones only six for nineteen on the ground, but he catches all five of his targets for twenty yards. So this is a floor for Aaron Jones here. He ended up with uh, what was it eight point nine points? It looks like so uh, nothing too exciting. But again. Uh, this is a floor for him he's gonna he's gonna fall into touchdowns soon in the games where they can establish the run uh but equanimous st brown he gets a carry for 13 yards no one target no catches aj Dillon had a rough game three attempts for six yards He also had one catch for two yards, and he did lose a fumble in this one. Kylan Hill got some carries for two yards and a target here. Uh, But Devontae Adams on the day, he led the way for targets, seven total targets, six for 76 and a score. And Robert Tunyon, he might be back. Five targets, four for 63 and a touchdown for him. Alan Lazard, six targets, five for 60 and a touchdown for him. So uh, this is looking pretty good for these three guys going forward. I know they're going to be heading to Arizona on Thursday Night Football. Devontae Adams probably not going to play in that one as he was put on the COVID list earlier today. So Robert Tunyon, Alan Lazard, these guys uh, might be of interest to us as a wide receiver, three flex or the tight end one for Robert Tunyon. Mercedes Lewis had a decent game, three for 31, Randall Cobb, three for 22. Uh, But overall, it was kind of a weird day for Green Bay. They they threw the ball a lot more than we've been seeing them do it. uh, And they kind of turned away from the running game. But everything was working in the passing game. So I'll continue to use Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and uh, we'll see what we can use for Devontae Adams' replacements. <coughs> My bad. Excuse me. Uh, we'll move on to the Atlanta Falcons and the Miami Dolphins. This was a really fun game. The Falcons win it on a game uh, last-second field goal here by Young-Hway Koo. 30-28, the Falcons move to 3-3. and Miami falls to 1-6. Let's take a peek at the snap counts for the Dolphins here. Tua Tagovailoa played a whole healthy game here of 100%. Uh, and then after that, Jalen Waddle led the way for snaps. Uh, 84% of the snaps for him. Mike Gesicki up here at 82%. These guys are really the most trustworthy pieces in the offense right now. Add a backup uh, tight end Adam Shaheen, 70% of the snaps. Miles Gaskin, 63% of the snaps. Matt Collins was wide receiver two up here at 53%. Preston Williams, wide receiver three good for 41% of the snaps, another tight end here, Durham Smith, uh, 40% of the snaps. And then you see the backup running back, Salvin Ahmed at 30%, Isaiah Ford, whatever. Malcolm Brown's actually got hurt in this one with a quad injury. He's on IR for the next three weeks, at least he only played 7% of the snaps, So that's kind of good news, I guess, for uh, I guess for Salvin Ahmed and Miles Gaskin going forward. We should look at the numbers in the sec for those guys and, and try to forecast that. On the Atlanta Falcons side, interesting game here. Cordero Patterson got the start, and Mike Davis was kind of phased out of the offense in this one. Cordero Patterson goes for 73% of the snaps. Calvin Ridley as well, 73% of the snaps. And Kyle Pitts, 67% of the snaps. Russell Gage gets 63% as the wide receiver too. Mike Davis, again, he played a lot, but the box score doesn't really uh, show this 60% of the snaps from Mike Davis, Aiden Hurst, 59% Lee Smith, 41% kind of just a bunch of nothing down here. So let's take a peek at the numbers in this one, Matt Ryan, 25 of 40, 336 yards passing two touchdowns, one interception. He also lost a fumble in this one. Uh, but Cordero Patterson getting 14 carries to Mike Davis's four. CPAT goes 14 for 60 in a rushing touchdown. Five targets, but only two receptions in one yard as a receiver. So a quiet day as a receiver, but uh, he gets the touchdown. He, he gets the nice PPR uh, floor there of about 14 points. Mike Davis, only four attempts for 10 yards, zero targets in this one. So he played 60% of the snaps, but he just couldn't, uh, couldn't get anything going. Only one PPR point. Uh, Wayne Gallman's here. Kyle Pitts here though uh, had himself a nice day. And he's he's a top five tight end uh, at the moment right now. I think going forward, eight targets, seven receptions for 169 yards or 163 yards. So they're using him vertically. He's so good with the yards after the catch. Uh, good things are coming uh, Kyle Pitts' his way. Russell Gage is back. Six targets, four for 67, and a touchdown. That might have been something that this offense was missing, that the shifty kind of slot receiver here. Hayden Hurst, three for 35 as a receiver. Calvin Ridley, a team-high 10 targets, only four for 26, but he gets the touchdown. Uh, so his first game back, we'll see if Calvin Ridley can get some momentum going. And then Taji Sharp, Alameda Zakias, Lee Smith, Keith Smith, don't really care uh, about these guys. On the Dolphins side of things, Tua Tagovailoa played really well, just a couple bad turnovers. 32 of 40 passing, 291 yards and four touchdowns, but again, two interceptions. He also added 29 yards on the ground rushing uh, with the injury to Malcolm Brown, who before he left, he had three carries for 10 yards, one target, one reception, and uh, for for minus one yards here. So four touches, and then... uh, With him getting out of the picture, you see Gaskin and Salvin Ahmed uh, become more reliable. So Gaskin, 15 attempts, 67 yards rushing, four receptions for 10 yards and the touchdown. So Gaskin playing well with Tua, Salvin Ahmed here, seven attempts for 26 yards on the ground, two receptions for 26 yards as a receiver. He's a guy here that might be interesting on the waiver wire coming up this week. Mike Jasicki, eight targets, seven for 85 and a touchdown. He's been playing really well the last month or so. You see Jalen Waddle here, eight targets, seven for 83. Uh, No touchdowns, but man, he continues to look like a, a pretty good wide receiver three flex option. For uh, Sturm Smythe, three for 37, Adam Shaheen, four for 23. Matt Hollins, the second wide receiver on the day, gets two for 13 and a touchdown. Isaiah Ford also caught a touchdown here for 10 yards. And Preston Williams, a rough day, four targets, only one for five. Uh, but Miami, the offense is showing fight. The defense is just really, really bad. So uh, I'm going to continue to bank on Tua, probably Gaskin at the moment right now. Jasicki and Jalen Waddle, we'll see if the receivers for Miami can get healthier. So again, Atlanta 30, the Dolphins 28. Uh, This game was interesting. The Patriots and the Jets, the Patriots win 54 to 13. Patriots move to three and four. Jets fall to one and five off their bye week. We'll scroll on down to the box or to the snap counts here for the Jets. Jamison Crowder led the way 80% of the snaps here. Tight end Ryan Griffin getting 77%. We did see an injury to our guy, Zach Wilson here, uh, So that let Mike White get 72% of the snaps at QB. Michael Carter uh, took a sizable share of the the running back workload in this one, 72% for him. Corey Davis, 72%. Elijah Moore, we see more emphasis on getting Elijah Moore on the field, 57% for him. He seems to have hopped Keelan Cole here who had 40%. Ty Johnson got hurt in this one. He's at 32%. Denzel Mims got some playtime at 31%. Uh, And then as for the Patriots, Mac Jones, I mean, he he didn't have to play the full game. He played 84% of the snaps, so all these numbers might be reduced a little bit. Uh, But Hunter Henry led the way as far as non-QB, non-offensive lineman players at 79% of the snaps. Jacoby Myers, 78. Nelson Aguilar 57%. Kendrick Bourne, 54. Damien Harris had a really good game, uh, 46%. Keel Harry got some run here at 39% of the snaps. And then Jacob Johnson, uh, just a bunch of backup running backs here. And and Johnny Smith did get hurt for 22%. So let's go take a look. Uh, The the Patriots, man, they they had pretty much everybody did something in this game. You look at the box score here for these guys. One second. Uh, But Mac Jones goes 24 of 36, 307 yards and two touchdowns. He was sacked once, and he did add 19 yards uh, on the ground as as a runner. Brian Hoyer came in, threw for 79 yards. Yeah, we'll ignore that. Uh, but Kendrick Bourne, uh, he had a 25 yard touchdown pass. He also caught four receptions for 68 yards. So interesting game for Kendrick Bourne. Damien Harris was the leading uh, runner of the game, 14 attempts, 106 yards and two touchdowns, uh, only two targets and two receptions as a receiver. Uh, I guess for seven yards, JJ Taylor goes nine for 21 and two touchdowns in garbage time. Uh, One target, one reception for five yards here. Johnny Smith uh, has a rushing attempt, five targets, two for 52. He did leave early in this one, but he was a huge piece of the offense at the beginning of the game. Uh, Brandon Bolden, only two attempts for zero yards, but he gets seven targets, six for 79 as a receiver and a a receiving touchdown. Nelson Aguilar here, five targets, two for 51 and a touchdown. Jacoby Myers, uh, a floor game for Jacoby Myers, seven targets five for 44 here, Uh, Jacob Johnson, two for 32, Nikhil Harry, one for 28, and then Hunter Henry, quiet day, only four targets, but two for 23, and he gets the touchdown in his fourth straight game, so heavy, heavy Patriots day here, pretty much everybody got to touch the ball and do something exciting. As far as the Jets, Mike White came in and played fine, the Jets just traded for Joe Flacco this afternoon, so uh, it looks like he's going to be the guy uh, for the next few weeks while Zach Wilson's out, but Mike White, 20 of 32, 202 yards and a touchdown, sacked twice or sacked once in two interceptions. Uh Zach Wilson struggled. Uh, he looked actually okay at the beginning, 6 of 10 for 51 yards, but uh, he got knocked out in this one, I think, in the second quarter. Michael Carter led the way on the ground, 11 for 37 here. Nine, a team high, nine targets, eight for 67. Uh, He did lose a fumble here, but a high PPR day. For Carter, Elijah Moore gets the rushing touchdown today. One for 19 and a rushing touchdown. He also had six targets, only caught one for 13. So I like the targets. Maybe that's something that's going to connect coming forward with Joe Flacco. Ty Johnson... He did, he did leave early in this one, six receptions for 65 yards on seven targets, Corey Davis, six targets, but four for 47 and a touchdown here. That was a good day for him. Jameson Crowder, uh, a quiet day, four for 34 as a receiver. And then really nothing else manifested here for the, the New York Jets. But with Joe Flacco coming to town, uh, who knows when we'll see Zach Wilson next. Joe Flacco might uh, actually be able to elevate some of the receivers for the New York Jets. We'll move on to the New York Giants and the Carolina Panthers. This one just makes my head hurt. Uh, The Panthers only post three points, falling to the Giants 25 to three. The Giants are two and five. Panthers go to three and four. Let's look at the snap counts in this one. Uh, DJ Moore led the way at 97%, Robbie Anderson 95%, Ian Thomas led the tight ends 70% of the snaps, Sam Darnold was benched in this one, he played 70% of the game, Uh, and then you see Tommy Tremble here 55%, Chuba Hubbard 53%, and then just kind of a bunch of nothing the rest of the way. On the Giants side, you see Daniel Jones played the full game, Devontae Booker logged 82% of the snaps, Darius Slayton was the team's leading receiver, up here at 61%, Evan Ingram same thing, 61% of the snaps a heavy two tight end day here Kyle Rudolph gets 57% and then you get a a, a trio of receivers here John Ross plays 51% Dante Pettis plays 49% and David Sills down here at 38% and uh, really nothing else to note there let's take a look at the numbers in the box for for the Giants Uh, you see Daniel Jones go 23 of 33, 203 yards and a touchdown. He was sacked twice, but he also added 28 yards as a rusher and had a nice catch for 16 yards. So kind of a fun play here. Dante Pettis threw him the ball. Uh, Pettis had a 16 yard completion. And then Pettis also had five targets, five catches, 39 yards and a touchdown. So it looks like life after San Francisco is doing, uh, some good things for Dante Pettis here. Devante Pooker, uh, Booker led the way 14 attempts, 51 yards and a touchdown here, two for 15 as a receiver. So if you plugged in Booker, you, uh, you were rewarded here with a nice double digit day. Uh, Not much for Elijah Penny here, just 9 for 24 as a backup. Darius Slayton led the way for targets. Nine total targets, 5 for 63. Uh, Evan Ingram, 8 targets, 6 for 44 as a receiver. So a high floor for Evan Ingram here as long as he's getting those targets and those receivers are going to be dinged up. Evan Ingram's an interesting guy. And then just not much else. John Ross, 2 for 27. Kyle Rudolph, 2 for 8. Colin Johnson, 1 for 7. Just kind of nothing here at the end of the bench. But uh, these Carolina Panthers, man. Sam Darnold gets benched in this one. He goes 16 of 25 for only 111 yards. Uh, One interception, he was sacked three times. So rough day for Sam Darnold. You see Philip Walker come in, and he even played probably worse. Three of 14 passing for 33 yards and three sacks. Uh, He did add a 13-yard rush. Chuba Hubbard, really rough day. 12 attempts for 28 yards on the ground. Uh, He did catch four of his five targets for 28 yards. So fine for a PPR floor, I suppose. Uh, royce freeman got some looks here three for 18 one catch for a yard as a receiver uh but dj moore continuing to do his thing 10 total targets six for 73 you'll take that uh, as a floor game here keith kirkwood five targets three for 16. robbie anderson nine targets but only three for 14 as a receiver ian uh, Tommy Tremble two for twelve, and then nothing out of Ian Thomas, Colin Thompson, or Shai Smith here. So really frustrating day. If you have the Panthers, any Panthers players right now, it's pretty much DJ Moore and Chuba Hubbard while CMC is out. So really rough day. Uh, at this point, we can't trust Sam Darnold. Uh, who knows? Maybe maybe Deshaun Watson gets involved here in Carolina. I just it's it's very suspect here. Besides DJ Moore, and then Chuba Hubbard right now is kind of just a, a low end running back to play at the moment. So let's move on here to another uh, jaw-dropping game here. The Tennessee Titans, Kansas City Chiefs. The Titans win twenty-seven to three. The Chiefs fall to three and four. Titans five and two. Uh, Patrick Mahomes left early in this one. Let me read the numbers for the the Chiefs here. Mahomes played seventy-five percent of the snaps. Um, So we know it was a rough day all around. Uh, But Demarcus Robinson was the highest skill player here at 79%. Travis Kelsey played 74. Tyreek Hill played 72%. Nicole Hardman, third wide receiver here, 68% of the snaps. Darrell Williams only saw 64%. Byron Pringle, who played well, 47% for him. Backup tight end Noah Gray here. Jerick McKinnon got 31% of the snaps. And then Chad Henney, again, did play 25% um Josh Gordon, eleven percent. You probably don't need to hold on to him anymore. Uh, but the Titans, man, this is all about the Titans. Ryan Tannehill, ninety-nine percent of the snaps here. They had a Derrick Henry uh, Wildcat uh, play that we'll get to in a second. But Derrick Henry plays seventy-four percent of the snaps. AJ Brown, sixty-two percent. Uh, two tight ends here: Jeff Swaim and Michael Pruitt. Swaim gets fifty-six percent. Pruitt gets fifty-four. There's Josh Reynolds at forty-four percent. Nick westbrook akina 43%, Marcus Johnson, 43%, Julio Jones, 43%. So they're kind of using a huge committee here as their number two, number three receiver behind A.J. Brown. And then Anthony Ferkserman, uh, just not getting it done uh, as a receiver, only 35% of the snaps for him. And then Jeremy McNichols, Darrington Evans got some snaps here at the end of the game. Uh, but let's take a peek at this Titans box score. Tannehill, super efficient. 21 of 27 for 270 yards and a passing touchdown. Uh, he was sacked once. He did have an interception, uh, but he added six yards and a rushing touchdown on the day to boost his totals. Derek Henry, one for one passing for five yards and a touchdown. Uh, he goes 29 attempts for 86 rushing yards, two for 16 as a receiver. So no rushing touchdowns, no receiving touchdowns, but You get a Derrick Henry passing touchdown. So a floor game here for Derrick Henry. You'll take it, move on to the next week. Darrington Evans got the second most carries, two for seven, two for 11 as a receiving weapon. So he's kind of back. Uh, I know Jeremy McNichols was kind of the running back two for a while here while Evans is out, but it looks like Evans is the clear backup to Derrick Henry. We see A.J. Brown get a team high nine targets, eight for 133, and a touchdown. Huge day for A.J. Brown. And then really nothing else from everybody else. Julio Jones. Four targets, two for 38. Like, I, I honestly, I don't know if I can trust Julio Jones in my lineup at this point uh, with his hamstring right now. Michael Pruitt caught the touchdown from Derrick Henry, two for 27 in the score. Josh Reynolds, three for 23. Uh, Firks are only one for nine. Swain, one for eight. The, the Titans are very easy. Tannehill's a fringe quarterback. One, you're starting Derrick Henry, you're starting A.J. Brown, and that's about it. If you got Julio Jones, I'm probably trying to move him if I can. And then the Chiefs, man. Patrick Mahomes goes 20 of 35 for 206 yards one interception he was sacked four times in this one but he does add uh 35 yards as a rusher and he did lose a fumble in this one Chad Henney came in 11 for 16 82 yards uh one for four on the ground here but Darrell Williams Lead running back five for 20, 3 for 30 as a as a receiver. So you'll take your eight points, I suppose. Tyree Hill did have a decent floor day, uh, one attempt for 18 yards, and then six for 49 as a receiver. Byron Pringle, the leading receiver on the day here for five receptions, 73 yards. Travis Kelsey had 12 total targets, but only seven for 65. Miko Hardman, if you started him, you were let down. Four for 28 and a fumble lost. Uh, Jarek McKinnon, Marcus camp is just a bunch of nothing down the line here. So, uh, we're nervous about the chiefs. Uh, we'll, we'll see if Patrick Mahomes and company can bounce back. They're going to play the giants, I think on Monday night football in week eight. So, uh, we're not going to panic just yet. Hopefully this is just a, a one-time thing here, but, uh, definitely concerned in Kansas city at the moment right now as they're off to a three and four start. I think this was the first game that Mahomes never, like, his team just didn't score a touchdown. So, uh, pretty alarming stuff, I suppose. Uh, we have the Raiders and we have the Philadelphia Eagles next. Raiders win 33 to 22. You have the Raiders moving to five and two, and the Eagles falling to two and five. Take a peek at these snap counts here. On the Eagles side here, with Zach Ertz out of town, you see Dallas Goddard play 93% of the snaps. Devonta Smith here at 87%. Jalen Reger was the wide receiver, too, on the day with 81%. Quez Watkins, 72%. Miles Sanders had an ankle injury in this one, so we see Kenneth Gainwell take the lead here at 51% of the snaps. Boston Scott got 33%. Uh, and then Sanders down here at 17%. So with Sanders out, they're going to go Gainwell and then Boston Scott. It looks like Kenneth Gainwell is going to probably get a two for one. So every two plays that Gainwell gets, Boston Scott will get one. Uh, so it sounds like a not so serious ankle sprain for Sanders, but he's probably going to miss a couple games at minimum. On the Raider side of things here, you see Brian Edwards, uh, 89% of the snaps. Henry Ruggs, 71%. Hunter Renfro gets uh, 55%. And then, interesting, no Darren Waller in this one. Foster Moreau logged 100% of the snaps as the tight end one. So, if Darren Waller misses any more time after the bye week, Foster Moreau is going to be the guy uh, that we're looking for there. Uh, outside of the top three receivers, you see Kenyon Drake, 39% of the snaps. Josh Jacobs played really well, 36% of the snaps, but he left with a chest contusion. Uh, backups and uh, fullbacks and stuff here. So let's take a peek at these box scores. Uh, On the Raiders' side real quick, Derek Carr was fantastic. 31 of 34, uh, 323 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Uh, Just a fantastic game from Derek Carr, hyper-efficient. Again, with Kenyon Drake and Josh Jacobs taking the lead here, you see Drake get 14 carries for 69 yards and a touchdown. He also added three for 10 as a receiver. Josh Jacobs, before he got hurt, he went six for 29 in a touchdown, Three for 39 as a receiver. So I like seeing Jacobs get more used in the passing game. Uh, Jalen Richard got some some run here as the no, uh, number three back. Uh, but Henry Rubs, one for seven as a rusher, four for 24 as a receiver. So kind of disappointing. We we're excited to see him a little bit. Uh, and then Foster Moreau, man, six targets, six for 60, and a score a uh, huge day for him. Hunter Renfro, eight, a uh, team high, eight targets, seven for 58. So we see him get another double digit PPR day. He's so, so far through seven games. He's only had one, uh, one game below 10 points. So I think for now, Hunter Renfro is a wide receiver three with some upside uh, for PPR. Zay Jones goes one for 43. Uh, Brian Edwards though, four targets, three for 43 in his first score of the season here. So very fruitful day for the Raiders. As far as the Eagles, Jalen Hurts continues to struggle as a passer, 18 of 34, 236 yards, and two passing touchdowns. He also added 61 yards on the ground, and he did lose a fumble uh, in this one here. Uh, with Miles Sanders missing uh, the majority of the game, you see, uh, why is this uh, Holy showing as orange? Um, show all rows. What are we doing here? There we go. So you see Miles Sanders, six for 30 as a rusher, one for negative three. At this point, Miles Sanders might be uh, headed to IR. We'll see what happens with that ankle injury. But Boston Scott gets a rushing touchdown on the day, seven for 24 in the rushing touchdown, one for five as a receiver. Kenneth Gainwell, five for 20 on the ground, eight targets, four for 41 in a touchdown here. He did lose a fumble too, but Gainwell going to have some flex appeal uh, this week if, uh, if, if, if Sanders is indeed going to miss, you see Dallas Goddard get five targets, three for 70 as a receiver, Devonta Smith, a team high nine targets, but only five for 61 as a receiver here. That's still a nice wide receiver three floor day. Uh, Quez Watkins, four targets, two for 37. And then Jalen Reger catches both of his targets for 25 yards and a touchdown. So with no Zach Ertz, you you look how many players touch the ball for the Eagles. It's really consolidated. And then if we remove miles Sanders from this list, uh, some of these guys we might be using uh, for fantasy, whether it's Smith, Goddard, Gainwell, maybe Boston Scott, uh, some interesting pieces here. Uh, but again, the Eagles offense continues to disappoint. Let's move on to the Lions and the LA Rams. The Rams win 28-19. to They move to 6-1. The Lions fall to 0-7. For the Lions here, they played some inspired ball during this game. You saw Khalif Raymond lead the way at 81% of the snaps. TJ Hawkinson, 80%. DeAndre Swift. 75% of the snaps here. I'm in Ross St. Brown, 62%. Uh, and then a, just a kind of a bunch of junk here Cordero Hodge, Geronimo Allison, Darren Fells. There's Jamal Williams down here at 29% of the snaps. Uh, on the Ram side, You see Cooper Cup and Robert Woods both play 97% of the snaps here. And Van Jefferson, man, uh, he might be an interesting guy for fantasy. He he goes 94% of the snaps in this one. Daryl Henderson uh, dominated the the backfield snaps here. 88% of the snaps for him. Sonny Michelle only got 12. So uh, what I like about the Rams, it's very consolidated. We know who's going to catch the ball. We know who's going to be on the field. We know who's going to run the ball. So very simple. Let's take a peek at this box score real quick. And again, when I say that, I just look how many people touch the ball for the Rams. It's very simple what they're trying to do here. So you see Matthew Stafford go 28 of 41, 334 yards, three touchdowns. He was only sacked once on the day here. Uh, and then Daryl Henderson, quiet day for Henderson, 15 carries, 45 yards. You're kind of disappointed if you got this, uh, but six targets, three for 19. So this is a floor game. You'll take your nine to 10 PPR points and move on to the next week. Uh, but Sony Michelle only two for four as a rusher. Cooper Cup had a massive day: thirteen targets, ten for 156, and two scores in this one. Robert Woods a fine day here: six targets, six for 70 as a receiver. So that's a floor for him. Uh, but Tyler Higby, uh, second on the team in targets with eight, five for 46 as a receiver, and Van Jefferson seven targets, four for 43, and the touchdown here. Uh, Van Jefferson starting to pique my interest just a little bit. Uh, As far as the Lions, you see Jared Goff go 22 of 36, 268 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions here. Uh, A decent day for Jared Goff. We're still not really too excited about him for Superflex Leagues quite yet. You see Jamal Williams go 12 for 57 as a rusher. DeAndre Swift gets 13 attempts for 48 yards, 10 targets for DeAndre Swift, 8 for 96 and a touchdown, Uh, basically getting running back and receiving duties as the best player on on the offense here. Uh, Khalif Raymond had a quite the day as well. Eight targets, six for one fifteen as a weapon. T.J. Hawkinson saw nine targets, six for forty eight. It's a T.J. Hawkinson floor. You'll uh, take that, and then nothing else from the rest of the guys here. Darren Felds, Kadero Hodge, Jerome Allison. Uh, I'm in Ross St. Brown, not even getting a target. So, uh, frustrating day again for the Lions here, but you got some bright spots. DeAndre Swift's playing well. Khalif Raymond's playing well. TJ Hawkinson's playing well. Uh, we just need uh, this team to continue to get healthier. Maybe Tyrell Williams can help out the passing attack. Uh, but again, 28 19, Rams take this one. Lions fall to 0 7. Uh, probably. There's a lot of surprises today but the Bengals winning 41 to 17 against the Ravens in Baltimore might have been uh I don't know what's more shocking Baltimore losing to the Bengals 41 to 17 or Kansas City uh losing 3 to 27 to Tennessee but both of them are up there Bengals take it move to 5 and 2 Ravens fall to 5 and 2 here let's take a peek at the snaps uh Joe Burrow had a massive day we'll get to the numbers in a bit but he only played 89% of this game Jamar Chase was the leading uh, skill player on the day, 84%. C.J. Uzama, 83% of the snaps for him. Tyler Boyd, 71%. T. Higgins, 67%. Joe Mixon, only 54% of the snaps. Samaj Pirine uh, did get 48% of the snaps here. And nothing for Chris Evans uh, on the day here. For the Baltimore Ravens, you see Marquise Brown play 86% of the snaps. Lamar Jackson, only 84% for him. Mark Andrews, 68%. Rashad Bateman, the number two receiver for the Ravens right now with Sammy Watkins out. He gets 63%. And then the running backs are just a mess. Devonta Freeman played 40%. Le'Veon Bell played 30%. Tyson Williams played 29%. So it remains a mess at running back for the Ravens. Let's take a peek at their numbers. Lamar Jackson, rough day. 15 of 31 passing, 257 yards and a touchdown. He was sacked five times. 12 attempts for 88 yards as a rusher, though. So he kind of had a decent floor day uh, if you had Lamar in there. But Devonta Freeman, 4 for 14 in a touchdown here, 3 for 25 as a receiver. If you you played him during the bi-pocalypse, you got rewarded for the touchdown. Tyson Williams, 2 for 10 as a rusher, 2 for 24 as a receiver. Le'Veon Bell, only 5 attempts for 5 yards, 1 catch for negative 1 yards as a receiver. Marquise Brown, 14 targets on the day by basically half of the targets from Lamar Jackson, five for 80 and a touchdown here. Rashad Bateman, six targets, three for 80. I'm starting to like Bateman. Uh, The Ravens are on bye this week. So we'll see if Sammy Watkins can play week nine, but uh, Bateman might be the number two receiver going forward here. Mark Andrews, seven targets, only three for 48. And then nothing from Josh Oliver, James Proche, or Devin DuVernay on the Bengals side, Joe Burrow, Not a very efficient day. 23 of 38, 416 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. He was sacked once in this one. Uh, But the 23 of 38, a little bit concerning. He did throw a lot of 50-50 balls to T. Higgins in this one. Uh, But Jamar Chase, man, we'll get to him in a second. Uh, Really huge day for him. Uh, But Joe Mixon. 12 carries, 59 yards, and a touchdown here. No receptions in the in the, in the passing game here. Samaje Perine had some backup duties, 11 for 52, and he got a nice big touchdown run, 1 for 23 as a receiver here. So both guys looking good on the ground. Jamar Chase, 10 targets, 8 for 201 yards, and a touchdown. Just absolutely massive. He had the 82-yard score. Uh, just insane. Jamar Chase, man, playing uh, like a top three, top five receiver for fantasy. Uh, we saw CJ Uzama. Three targets, three receptions, 91 yards and two touchdowns on the day for him. They just could not get him. uh, They couldn't cover him. They they were just letting him run free. Um, So Burrow found him. T. Higgins had a massive target of 15 15 targets today, only seven for 62. As a receiver, he did. uh, He looked really good. He had a couple plays that were a lot of 50-50 balls. Uh, so maybe there's some brighter days ahead against the Jets next week. And then Tyler Boyd, seven targets, but four for 39. Uh, so pretty frustrating for Tyler Boyd. I'm not sure uh, we'll be trusting him in our lineups going forward. But uh, for now, Jamar Chase, CJ Uzama, T Higgins, Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow. It's working for the Bengals. They'll have a fun game uh, coming up against, uh, who do they play? Bengals play week Week eight. Who do the Bengals play? They play the Jets. I mentioned that already. So fun game. We'll see if the offense can keep it rolling. The Sunday night football game uh, for week seven here. You see the Colts take this one 30 to 18 on the road at San Fran. Pretty impressive. Colts move to three and four 49ers fall to two and four Uh, rain tons of rain in this game. Uh, We see Michael Pittman get 91% of the snap. Zach Pascal 84% Uh, Jack Doyle led the way for tight ends at 74%. Jonathan Taylor played 69% here. You got another third receiver. Ashton Doolin, 63%. Molly Cox, he's looking he's looking really good. He's just not getting the snaps yet, but 63% for him. Naheem Hines, 28%. I just I don't know if it's gonna happen for Hines at any point this year. Uh, and then on the 49er side. Uh, Debo Samuel looked like a baller, 86% of the snaps. Brandon Ayuk, 71%. Elijah Mitchell, the clear running back to own here, 66% of the snaps. You saw Charlie Warner out-snap Ross Dwelly while Kittle is still sidelined. Mohamed Sanu, 50%. Ross Dwelly, 48%. Juszczyk played a, mo- a good amount, 46%. And then Jermichael Hasty, the only other running back to get a touch. So uh, pretty concerning for Trey Sermon, not be- not even getting a snap with Hasty and Elijah Mitchell and Kyle Juszczyk all healthy here. So he might be droppable in all redraft leagues for now. Uh, as far as the box score goes, Jimmy G, 16 of 27, 181 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, and he also lost a fumble. Elijah Mitchell, though, 18 carries, 107 yards, one touchdown, no targets. But man, you'll take that uh, 100-yard day and the touchdown. Brandon Ayuk had a three-yard carry, only one target in this one, one for six as a receiver, Jermichael Hasty, three attempts, only one yard. He did catch three for 15, though, as a passing weapon. Uh, this one was all about Debo Samuel. Him and Elijah Mitchell are the offense right now. Uh, 11 targets, seven for 100 yards and a touchdown. He did lose a fumble, uh, but Debo continues to look really good. And then just really nothing from anybody else. Charlie Warner, two for 30. Sanu, one for 16. Trent Shurfield, who got the first play of the game, one for nine. Uh, Just a bunch of junk here uh, on the bottom. But continue to use Elijah Mitchell, Debo Samuel. We'll see if George Kittle can get get back in the offense soon. Uh, But Brandon Ayuk, man, I don't know if we need to hold on to him much longer. Uh, For the Indianapolis Colts, Carson Wentz, 17 of 26, 150 yards passing, but he gets two touchdowns. 23 yards rushing and another touchdown on the ground. He did lose a fumble in this one, uh, but Carson Wentz playing a little bit, uh, uh, just a little bit more loose this year than than we've seen him in the past. He looks like he's having fun again, which is good to see you have jonathan taylor here 18 carries 107 yards and a touchdown same line as elijah mitchell which is weird uh but three targets three catches for three yards he did lose a fumble uh one of the first plays of the game here naheem hines eight for 14 as a rusher one catch for negative two yards i just it's hard to trust naheem hines i think i'd rather let someone else uh, deal with it if you had to make room on your roster i'd be okay with it michael pittman jr Leading receiver on the day, four targets, four catches, 105 yards in the in the final touchdown of the game there. Mullally Cox, three for 25 and a touchdown. And then just nothing from anybody else. Passable, only three for 14. Kiki Cutie now on the Colts, one for five. Uh, just a, a rough day uh, for some of these guys down here, but low yardage game. It was a rain game again, so we shouldn't have expected too much here, but the Colts found a way to power through and get the road win. Michael Pittman Jr. looks really good, guys. I think for fantasy, Jonathan Taylor, of course, a top five, top 10 running back. You have Michael Pittman Jr. as a top uh, top 30, top 36 wide receiver right now, and then Mola Lee Cox uh, has been... Playing really well the last four games here. So the Colts take it 30 to 18. We'll move on to our final game here. Probably one of the least exciting games as well as the Buccaneers squash the Chicago Bears 38 to 3, 6 and 1 for the Buccaneers, 3 and 4 Chicago Bears. Let's look at the snap counts real quick. Uh, For the Bears, Justin Fields played the whole game, 100% of the snaps. Uh, Allen Robinson up here at 94%. Cole Komet, 89% of the snaps. Darnell Mooney, 86%. Khalil Herbert had a pretty good game on the ground. We'll talk about him in just a second, 77% for him. And then everything else is kind of hard to hard to talk about. Marquise Goodwin played 53%, backup tight end. Uh, Jesse James here at 39%. And then Demir Bird. Damien Williams just getting outperformed by Khalil Herbert. Uh, only 17% of the snaps for Damian. On the Buccaneer side, Tom Brady didn't have to play the full game. He played 89%. Chris Godwin logged 84% of the snaps. Mike Evans up here at 77. Tyler Johnson, wide receiver in for Antonio Brown. He played 67% of the snaps. And then you got Cameron Brate, 55% as the lead tight end. Leonard Fournette, 53% as the lead running back. OJ Howard played 51%. Uh, and then Ronald Jones, some garbage time duty here, 19%. Uh, you got uh, Giovanni Bernard, only 15% of the snaps here too. Uh, but let's talk about the numbers real quick. Tom Brady, um, not a very efficient day, 20 of 36, but he gets 211 yards and he passes for four touchdowns. No rushing attempts on the day here, but you'll take those touchdowns if you had Tom Brady in. Uh, as a runner, Leonard Fournette, 15 for 81 in a touchdown, only two for nine as a receiver. Ronald Jones goes 10 carries for 63 yards. He did lose a fumble, it says in this one. I can't recall that. Uh, But Keyshawn Vaughn, five for 27 as a rusher. He he even got some work. Uh, But Chris Godwin, man, this was all about Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Godwin gets 11 targets, eight for 111 yards and one touchdown. Mike Evans, 10 targets, six for 76 and three touchdowns from Mike Evans. So huge day for the top two receivers. Tyler Johnson, two for 16. OJ Howard, one for nine. Giovanni Bernard, two for five. Uh, Again, it was all about Godwin Evans and Leonard Fournette. So Tampa Bay keeps it rolling. Uh, Ronald Jones did look good as a backup runner, uh, but again, he's, he's purely a handcuff to Leonard Fournette at the moment. And then Justin Fields, man, 22 of 32 as a passer. 184 yards but three interceptions two fumbles lost uh he did add 38 yards here but man like it just it was ugly from the get-go uh for Justin Fields the bright spot of the day Khalil Herbert 18 carries 100 yards five catches on five targets for 33 so Khalil Herbert looking like a player here that the Bears can rely on going forward Damian Williams was an afterthought three for five as a rusher one for three as a receiver you see Cole Komet lead the way for receiving Six targets, five for 43. You got Darnell Mooney, five targets, two for 39. Jesse James, three for 20. Alan Robinson, whew, four targets, two for sixteen. Um we're we're at a crossroads with Allen Robinson. If you want to just cut him, I, I mean at this point, let somebody else kind of hang on to this and, and try to guessing game. But I just don't see it getting any better uh for Allen Robinson. I know it was a tough game against Tampa Bay. Maybe they're bright days ahead, but uh Allen Robinson probably not going to be a part of our starting units until he can prove to us that it's it's worthwhile, uh, but just a tough day. Basically, it was Khalil Herbert showing up, uh, Cole Komet looking fine as a fringe tight end option, 5 for 43, you like that. Uh, but at the moment right now, the Bears offense is not where we want to be for fantasy. Again, Tampa Bay 38, Chicago 3. Uh, Just a rough day here. So, uh, again, we just covered all week seven snap counts and box scores. We got a New Orleans Saints-Seattle Seahawks game coming up, so I'm excited about that. Uh, if you guys are new to the fantasy fellowship you guys should definitely subscribe to the youtube channel check us out on tiktok check us out on the fantasyfellowship.com i'll be uploading the waiver wire and a couple other things on there uh, for tomorrow's show tuesday night we'll do the waiver wire show thursday night we'll have a start sit uh fiesta so thank you guys so much for checking it out share it with a friend if you guys are new and uh thank you so much we'll see you guys in the next video peace